It is no exaggeration to say that had it not been for the impact on him of the life, and above all, of the death of Socrates, Plato would probably have become a statesman rather than a philosopher, with the result that the whole development of Western philosophy would have been unimaginably different. Then we have the enduring influence of the figure of Socrates as an exemplar of the philosophic life, of a total moral and intellectual integrity permeating every detail of everyday life, and carried to the heroic extreme of steadfastness in the face of rejection and ignominious death. But the figure of Socrates, the proto-martyr and patron saint of philosophy, renewed in every age to speak to that age's philosophical condition, is the creation, not of the man himself, but of those who wrote about him, above all, of Plato. It is Plato's depiction of the ideal philosopher which has fascinated and inspired from his day to ours. And if we attempt to penetrate that depiction in the quest for the historical Socrates, we find the latter as elusive as the historical Jesus of nineteenth-century New Testament scholarship. Again, there are two main reasons for this elusiveness, a situation which reinforces the scriptural parallel. First, Socrates wrote nothing himself, and secondly, and consequently, after his death, he quickly became the subject of a literary genre, that of Socratic conversations, Socraticoi Logoi, in which various of his associates presented imaginative representations of his conversations, representations which focused on different aspects of his personality and style of conversation, in accordance with the particular interests of the individual author. Plato's dialogues and the Socratic writings of Xenophon are the only examples of this genre to survive complete, while scraps of other Socratic writings, notably those of Eschines, survive through quotation by later authors. 